breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty. Mornings on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. One seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline this morning. We have uh, House Speaker Pro Tem Tanner McGee joining us. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for joining us. You decided not to run, so you are on your way out. Uh, but you recently called the Louisiana Legislature. I think it was a toxic soup. <laughs> Is that, am I, okay, <laughs> but now we've got a Republican governor coming in. We've got a Republican supermajority uh, in the legislature. Do you see things turning around now? Maybe. I mean, you know, I think it's more, uh, it's less about the parties for me. It's more about the external forces, special interest groups, uh, kind of just those other players in the system that had kind of gotten to a point where, it frustrated me enough that I didn't really want to be a part of it anymore. I mean, I'm hopeful, um, you know, every governor leadership, it's like my airplane pilot, you know, I wanted to be successful because I want the plane to land. I'm a, still a citizen of Louisiana and I want them to do a good job. Um, so hopefully the pieces fall into place and hopefully there's a better um, agreement and structure in place where people want to work together. Back when you were a youngster, um, governors had a lot of say on who the leaders of the House and Senate were. Of late, that's kind of been a little bit toxic, I guess, perhaps. Do you anticipate we'll go back to that now with a Republican governor and Republican-controlled House and Senate? I think probably something, yes. I mean, it might not be the way, completely the way it was before where the governor completely picked. Um, but I do think it's going to be the governor's going to have a lot more influence in the decision. It's just based off of, you know, there's going to be people say, well, you know, he's a Republican governor, so we have to give him the pieces to make himself successful, which is a good argument. Um, you know, I did like legislative independence. I did, I did enjoy the fact that we weren't, we didn't have his thumb over us as much as he could. Um, the governor's so powerful in a ton of ways, and so he always has a, a voice. Um, you just can't can't get it around that in Louisiana. But I do think that uh, you will see. I think what I expect to be is that you know, I think Governor Landry will say, "These are my people I can live with. Y'all go and decide which ones you want." I, that's how I foresee it shaking out. And then I think the legislature will pick between kind of the, the candidates he gives them less than that. I mean, the Senate race is kind of defined. I mean, I think that was defined a long time ago before. It's more the House race. So I think it's going to be where he's going to have his influence. Let me ask you that. Who do you see as the power players on the House side now as you're leaving office? Who do you see kind of at the top of the pecking order uh, with the Landry in, in office as governor? I think you're going to see uh, Representative DeVilliers from uh, Eunice. Uh, Representative Desitel from Marksville. I think you can't count out Neil Reiser. And I think Jack McFarlane and Paula Davis, I think, are, are people who are buying. And I think uh, Jerome's Ring has sort of an outsider's kind of view as I think those are the people who are uh, really in the mix to be the next speaker. I'd be shocked if it wasn't one of the people I just told you. Okay, when we last spoke, you were moderately critical of some of our local lawmakers who were uh, who didn't vote to bust the cap and therefore they, some of their projects got pulled. And you said, look, that's politics. That's the way it works. Um, and then those folks were pretty much reelected, pretty 
you know, pretty strong. Um, do they need to change their ways now, or can they can they now be even more conservative and hold hold firm to what they were doing before? Well, I mean, I, I I've kind of pushed back on that being conservative. I mean, we we all these projects were after we fully funded higher education, after we put away money in savings, after we met all the state's obligations, um, and then it was just excess money that we put into savings. Uh, the, the things where I think that the budget we passed was extremely conservative. I think time will really bear that out. Um, however, that said, uh, look, I mean, I don't have anything against those legislators. It's just the way it is. If you, you know, it, I, and if their people want that, I, I guess my, my, I, I guess my harsh response would be, I have no problems if the people want that sort of representation and they continue to give that. I mean, I hope that they, you know, they do what their people want and, you know, and they give the things and they work with others to try and secure things that can benefit their citizens' lives. But I mean, really, it's not, I'm all the way down in South Louisiana. I don't have, right. <laughs> I never really had a super, um, you know, I, I was just being real and honest with y'all on the radio about mm -hmm. why, why things happened. It never really bothered me or it never really affected me. I mean, I do wish that we would look at the state as more, you know, a whole and how can we connect Northwest Louisiana in central Louisiana to, to South Louisiana or make our economy grow together. Um, but I'm not going to, you know, that's not for my job to do as a, as a local representative is me to try and help the people in as a leadership position to help those representatives in those areas, you know, participate and be able to be successful. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just the reality. I mean, you know, if, if people in Houghton don't want projects, and their representative doesn't give it to them, and that's what they want. And who 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 might tell them what to do? Yeah, I mean that's 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 their decision. That's the great thing about democracy is we right. all get to a vote and to decide. Mm -hmm. Well, when you made the decision not to run again, you were in the midst of that toxic soup. But now with the Republican governor coming in, uh, do you kind of wish hey, maybe I should have run again? You know, I'll always have a part of that in, my, in me. You know, like I, you know, I hear people talking, and some of my colleagues call me and they tell me, you know, the little rumor and gossip. I kind of wish I was there. But look, I mean, a lot of the decision was made because I have kids who are entering high school and I really want to be a dad, more of a dad. I mean, I thought I wasn't before, but right. you know, I want to be able to, I want to be able to do those things. Um, and those were a bigger priority to me. And just my personality is I, I'm not good at doing things halfway or like kind of in like other people can. I, I fully invest myself and it was hard for me to separate it and be around enough to, to do those things. People don't realize how demanding it was. And look, I'm not arguing for anything right now, but my, my daughter and I were having a conversation at uh, dinner last night. And uh, we, my, my wife alluded to the fact that I got $800 a month for being a legislator. And my daughter looked at me, she goes, dad, that's all you got for all that time you spend in Baton Rouge? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tanner, let, like, me, man, let, me ask really... you, let me ask you a question. What are the, before we wrap, the, the top things now, when we've got a, a Republican governor, Republican controlled on both sides of the house, what are the top things you think they will now accomplish without having any obstacles in the way? What do you hope? Well, I hope that, um, you know, really my true hope is that they deliver on meaningful tax reform. I think we put the bases in there for some really good to make Louisiana competitive in this tax structure um, with other states in our area. I hope they do it. I mean, I hope that that's what their, their mind is. I think they are. I mean, do you see them eliminating the personal income tax? I don't think you can do the, per I don't think you can eliminate it overnight. I do think you can start, continue the process of decreasing it over time um, because you just have too many things tied to the revenue. So you got to kind of chip away at it. Hopefully they make 
some bigger progresses than we did in the last eight years. But to me, um, you know, that's where I like to see focus is, you know, do some stuff where I always told people Louisiana does a really bad job of collecting very little money. So we had a, a tax structure that didn't actually produce a whole lot of revenue for the state, but it managed to really stick its thumb in a lot of people's eyes. And mm. so I, you know, getting that getting that base correct, making sure it's low for everybody, um, but yet affects everybody too, um, is really the most important thing. You know, I think sometimes the governor, John Bell, had some good ideas maybe, but he didn't really know how to communicate with the legislature to make them happen. I'm hoping, you know, and then he had some really bad ideas that were, that kind of made everything kind of, uh, not a good situation to make reform happen. I'm hoping um, Governor Landry comes in very focused on what he wants to achieve and with a very concise plan. And look, I mean, it has one of the problems we've always had was it's almost impossible for 105 people to come together and present a plan to the governor. The governor really does need to come up with a plan, provide to the legislature, and then the legislature can kind of work on hammering out pieces of it and smoothing out some of its edges. Um, you know, kind of getting influence on things that don't work and do work and then have a final product. Mm-hmm. Uh, and th- that was never going to happen under John Bell Edwards. Got a chance now, of, maybe. Huh? Got a chance now. So hopefully, um, you know, Governor Landry produces a plan that the legislature can work with and put it together and, and kind of maybe smooth out its edges and deliver it for the people of Louisiana. Tanner McGee, House Pro Tem, thank you so much for uh, talking with us this morning. No, my pleasure. Always. Take, take care. 101.7 FM, 710.